This is the Information Brief. A Holyoke Media Service with the most recent updates of relevance in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. I am Johan Rashivega, and this is the information for Thursday, April 23rd of 2020. The City of Holyoke Health Department issues a mandatory order on face coverings. Holyoke Public School Superintendent offers an update on different topics related to the future of the school year and beyond. CDBG funding is available for the purposes of preventing, preparing for, or responding to the COVID-19 pandemic in Holyoke. And we have the most recent numbers at the Holyoke Soldiers Home. This is the information. This Thursday, the City of Holyoke's Public Health Director, Shang Gonzalez, issued orders establishing that all consumers and employees must wear face coverings at all times when physical distancing cannot be maintained at any businesses providing essential services within the City of Holyoke. This letter has been adopted from the policies put in place by the City of Northampton and builds on the existing strong recommendations put forward by Mayor Alex Morse and the Holyoke Board of Health regarding face coverings. From a guidance, now wearing a face covering is a public order that will be effective Sunday, April 26th of 2020 at 12.01 a.m. A facial cover could be a dust mask or a bandana, for example. It is important to remember that wearing a face cover should not imply that you should reduce or eliminate the requirement of maintaining safe distancing. The Holyoke Public School Superintendent, Dr. Steve Schreich, did his weekly Facebook Live update with important information regarding the future of the school year and the activities beyond, including summer and the next school year. Dr. Schreich addressed important points like remote learning for the remaining of the school year, access to technology, MCAS, graduation, summer, and enrollment for the next school year. This is Dr. Steve Schreich. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope uh, everybody's uh, safe and healthy. Um, really appreciated uh, the, the staff of uh, Holyoke High School yesterday that did the parade. What an amazing event. I know it was really well received, albeit a very cold afternoon. Love the energy and enthusiasm of some amazing uh, educators. And uh, I know it was appreciated. I could tell it was appreciated by the public. And I want to just start by thanking our um, our staff who participated and organized that it was totally staff led um, and there's probably too many names to mention but I really appreciate all those who made it happen and it was great to see the photos and then we had the um, the staff at McMahon School who uh, recognized Noreen Ewick um, about a week ago on her retirement and I thought that was a terrific gesture for a long time and committed educator in the uh, Holyoke Public School so um, as always really grateful for our staff our frontline um, staff that are giving out food every day, giving out devices, our custodians. Um, they continue 
even as the surge picks up. Um, uh, um, but I, I, you know, I want to heed people not to, to get too comfortable here because, um, you know, I think we have to, uh, I know it, it may seem with the weather getting nicer that we can get lax, but we've got to uh, buckle down and double up or double down, I should say, on staying safe, staying home um, and, and, and using protective equipment. Um, obviously, in the last few days, we learned that the governor has canceled school for the remainder of the school year. Uh, we know this is incredibly disappointing to our students families and of course our educators. I had uh, my own children crying when they learned the news and it's devastating. It's hard for me personally uh, transitioning from the district. Um, it's it's no, not the way that any of us want to uh, end a school year. We love our kids. We love the work that we do. And I know our students um, miss our educators and vice versa. Uh, but I do think it's the right thing to do to keep everyone safe. It's too many unanswered questions, too much that we're learning about this disease. Um, so, um, and this virus, so um, we will be closed uh, for the remainder of the year, but remote learning will continue. Um, and now that it is confirmed that we will be learning virtually for the rest of the year, we're gonna move into a new phase of remote learning um, or long distance learning. Uh, the Department of Education is providing us with new guidance that we hope to receive tomorrow. And we will share new information with the public by next week. And what I think you can look forward to is uh, some increased accountability and expectations for students, particularly in grades six to 12, um, in terms of the work, um, the grading of the work. Um, it, it will not be exactly like a school year, but in terms of receiving credit or no, no credit for work. Um, and, um, you know, like I said, we're waiting some guidance from the Department of Education, um, but we hope to have that out to families because as you may remember, we, we had put guidance out that the fourth quarter would start on May 4th, which was the day we were supposed to come back uh, to school. And so for those last two months of school, uh, you'll see some clearer guidance um, or some elevated guidance around expectations for our students um, and getting the work uh, done and turned, turned in. Um, now that our shortened April vacation is over, our educators are continuing to provide approximately three hours of work daily across all subject areas. The work will continue to be a mix of technology-based and non-technology-based um, assignments. Uh, we are encouraging teachers to use video conferencing tools at their disposal to provide live or taped videos of their instruction. We're also asking educators to provide ongoing feedback on the work that students submit. So it's new for our, you gotta remember for our teachers, this is new doing online, um, do, teaching remotely. It's not something we ever prepared for. And I'm really proud of the, the risks that they're taking um, and the efforts that they're making to do, um, to, to, to post videos, to both live and recorded, as well as uh, to get uh, an assortment of meaningful uh, work that goes deeper on what students have already been taught during the school year. Um, you are also ramping up our efforts uh, with students with disabilities or who, re who receive English language supports um, as teachers have been getting in contact with parents um, and um, providing targeted resources to keep help keep their child on track. Nothing again will replicate school, but we're trying to mitigate as much as possible any learning loss that um, that that could occur or that can occur between when we close and the start of the next school year. Um, if you are if you're unable or you have not received any contact from a special educator 
or from an English language learner um, teacher and your child receives those services, please contact the special education department or contact your child's principal um, in, uh, in school because that's, it's, it's critical that those services to the extent possible will not be the same as in school, but to the extent possible are provided to your children. Um, and remember, just because the governor closed schools for the remainder of the year doesn't mean that summer vacation has started. I've seen not people in Holyoke, of course, but I've seen people posting that kind of message. We're still in school, and there's still almost two months of valuable teaching and learning between now and June uh, 19th, um, our last day of school. So um, I would just ask that uh, we need parents to help us with that. I know it's challenging. I know you're working hard and juggling your personal lives, your jobs, your kids, um, but we, um, we, we, we have an opportunity to make the very best um, the very best of, uh, of uh, this remote period as possible. And we're gonna do everything we can to do that. I see some questions about um, uh, graduation and prom. I'll get to that in a second, I promise you. Um, MCAS has now been postponed. There will be no MCAS testing this year. So I just wanna be clear, there's still some uh, information we yet to receive about seniors who have not passed the MCAS. There's a few, we have a few seniors in that boat. We are still waiting guidance on when those seniors will get their final chance to pass the MCAS because they missed that opportunity. Summer learning, this is important. We're getting questions about summer. We have launched our summer application process for both our extended learning programs for special education students who require services in the IEPs um, and, um, and uh, as well as our larger um, summer uh, learning um, uh, programs that we offer every year. We offer almost a thousand seats of summer learning. We're taking applications. We don't know yet if it's gonna be able to be in person, but we are going to do our best to offer, um, we wanna offer as much summer uh, school as we're allowed to in person from July 7th to August 6th. We're interested in just getting a sense of who's interested at this point. And so you can register your child as soon as possible um, and do so um, soon. Uh, because we're trying to plan accordingly. In the event that social distancing is extended beyond the school year, beyond June, um, we will be offering summer learning virtually. But we want to know now if you're interested in services of any kind for the summer. Uh, technology. We are still distributing devices. We're, we've over 1,400 Chromebooks have gone out. Um, and we're down to, we don't have many left. Um, uh, so please, uh, please share your interest with our hotline um, if you're still interested. But we are actively connecting families to the internet with our six-month free partnership with Comcast. So far, we've uh, connected close to 75 families. We're hoping uh, that more will come forward in the next two weeks, um, but that, that deal will only last um, uh, for the next few weeks. So please call our hotline, the English-speaking hotline. I'll, I'll read it one more time or read it for the first time tonight. 413-561-0862 or the Spanish-speaking hotline at 413-314-3560. And I think somebody, we'll have somebody put that in the chat or in the comments, uh, the hotline numbers. That's if you still need support with technology. Food service. We are continuing to provide food service across the city. We closed Holyoke High School, uh, the Hol Holyoke High School North site this week for precautionary reasons due to a non-service, a non-food service staff member who tested positive for the virus and who was um, briefly in the building. 
but we are evaluating whether the site will be open next week. Um, I did want to make the public also aware that we have added a snack to the breakfast and uh, lunch that we're offering. So not only can you get breakfast and lunch on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but you'll also receive a snack now at the food sites. Um, so right now, five of our six sites are open. The Holyoke High site has been temporarily closed. Um, the Scholars Lounge, uh, we've been advertising the Scholars Lounge. I think I might have mentioned it last week. Um, if you miss your friends and are looking to connect with other students, we ask you to consider joining one of our virtual Scholars Lounges for students in grades 6 to 12 only. It is a chance to have a video conversation with other students led by a trained adult. Um, it will happen daily if there's interest, and if you would like to participate, a parent of students should email Ms. Johnson, um, Johnson at hps.holyoke.ma.us, or Ms. Izzo, A. Izzo, at hps.holyoke.ma.us. And I would ask that we put that in the comment as well. Just an opportunity to chat, to chill, to converse, to connect with other students in the district who may, um, who may be feeling isolated at this time. Um, Okay, senior activities. Okay, a lot of questions about prom, uh, graduation. So let me share with you, with you uh, the latest information. Um, next week, Holyoke High School will share specific details about our plans for our end of the year recognitions for the class of 2020. But I'm gonna give you, an, uh, I'm gonna give you a preview of that. I can tell you that we feel strongly after talking with teachers, students, we've talked to families, that we should schedule the events in person and that we should do everything we can to preserve the feel of senior week with graduation, with prom, with class day, and competitions between students, student faculty. Those are critical signature events in a young person's life. It's important for families. We know how much families value that. We don't think doing something virtually is an appropriate substitute for that. Now, there is no way we can do this um, before July because we're, schools are closed um, and the governor has not given any direction that anything can happen prior to the end of June. But we are planning to do this senior week during a series of days in August as late as possible before students go, go off to college or what's next in their lives. And if that can't happen because we're told you can't congregate together, we will, we are looking to schedule these events during the Thanksgiving week, the, the vaca that Thanksgiving break um, over the weekend. Um, and to, to have the events that I just named that are so important that they be done in person. Uh, that's what we've heard. It doesn't mean we're not planning other surprises and other things for seniors. Just wait. I'm not going to reveal those on this, um, on, this, uh, on this Facebook Live. We're going to do other things too because as I've said, this class deserves much more attention than anyone that, that, that has passed through our schools, uh, given what they've experienced. But, at, but for these, those, the signature prom, graduation, um, and the other senior activities, we want to do those in person. The actual dates will be released next week that we're planning because we're organizing with the different venues. And, um, but we have a group of um, uh, parents. Uh, advisors, senior class officers who are working with the administration. And there have been, I've been part of those conversations already. There's another conversation scheduled. Um, and so we're getting input from a lot of different people. So stay tuned. 
But what I just shared is a preview of how we plan to handle prom and graduation um, and, and senior um, events. There's also been questions about scholarships um, and, and how we're gonna notify families about scholarships. Um, that, will, that information will also be forthcoming because we know that's important information for parents who are families and students who are trying to figure out what additional funds they can bring to higher education. Um, other end of the year activities. This, so I'm, I'm not only getting questions from seniors, but from other students across. I had, I had a middle school student email me today about um, his uh, eighth grade graduation and events. Um, schools are talking about that right now. Each school is going to discuss how they plan to recognize and celebrate their students. We have kindergarten moving up ceremonies and we have eighth grade graduate or moving up ceremonies and we have field days and all kinds of award, you know, attendance awards uh, for the year, um, academic awards that schools have as traditions. Schools are in the process of, of, of planning that at each respective school and will be notifying their families about what their plan is to do that. Um, registration for the upcoming school year. We're getting a lot of questions, rightfully so, about registering your child. If school choice, um, enrolling in Holyoke Public Schools for kindergarten, for preschool, for dual language. Uh, we're planning on going live with our online registration by the middle of May. But doesn't mean that you can't right now, and that online registration will be, will be a, a, will allow you to do a lot of this, of all the paperwork, requires a lot of documentation, but most of the paper, paperwork to do online. Um, but if you have questions or concerns, you can call our hotline, which I'll read in a second again, or our enrollment office, which the calls are being forwarded as well. Um, and again, our hotline, English is 413-561-0862, or our Spanish-speaking hotline is 413-314-3562. Um, uh, um, um, again, if you have burning questions about enrollment, doesn't mean you have to wait for the online system to, to, to launch. Please reach out. Um, Holyoke High School Dean Campus sent letters to all rising ninth grade applicants. We had a high demand to enroll in Dean, the Dean Campus. Um, letters were sent uh, of, to students whether they were accepted or placed on the wait list for 2021. Uh, students interviewed, if you remember, and applied prior to the um, school closure. Um, if you did not receive a letter uh, and you think you should, please contact Ms. Dennis um, or Mr. Gates at the Dean campus, the administrators there. They can answer questions if you did not receive a letter or if you have questions about your application. The final thing before I turn it over and look at questions is early college. It's super important that our families, our ninth grade students now, understand that we are offering an unbelievable, amazing opportunity in early, with early college. The Holyoke Community College early college applications are now available online and there are still spaces available. This program, as you may know, is a partnership with Holyoke Community College and you're a student or your child can earn 12 to 15 completely free college credits before they graduate from high school. All costs are covered by the Holyoke Public Schools, tuition, transportation, books and materials. Please visit the Holyoke High School webpage for more information, and there's an online application there as well. Um, you can contact Megan Harrison at the high school um, if you have questions about, but, uh, about early college. 
but an amazing opportunity that should not be missed. Please spread the word to, to families about that. I appreciate everybody's engagement. I apologize, I, I, a little technical glitch. Um, and thank you for uh, participating. We're gonna do this again, but it'll be Wednesday evening next uh, week. Um, we'll do five o'clock. Um, for those of you that are interested in the Spanish version and to, uh, to um, listen to my um, perfect Spanish, I'm obviously just kidding. Um, we're gonna be doing that. Um, I'll be doing that momentarily and signing back on. Thank you again. Uh, be safe, take care of yourselves. Um, and um, we'll see you soon. The City of Holyoke Office for Community Development has issued a notice of funding availability for community development block grant funds for the purposes of preventing, preparing for, or responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. Holyoke will receive $744,625 in CDBG funds for COVID. This is a new funding pool separate from the fiscal year 2020 proposals that may have been already submitted in January of this year. These new funds are directly related to the COVID-19 pandemic and new proposals must be submitted. Public service agencies are encouraged to apply for maximum funding as the Department of Housing and Urban Development has lifted the 15% cap on public services. Some examples of eligible activities to support coronavirus and other infectious disease response are buildings and improvements, including public facilities, assistance to businesses, including special economic development assistance, provision of new or quantifiably increased public services, planning, capacity building, and technical assistance. CDBG coronavirus proposals must be submitted via Google Forms to ensure physical distancing. You may be asked to create a Gmail account. The link is available in the posting of this information brief on our social media platforms. Applications are due by April 30, 2020 at 10 a.m. And regarding the Holyoke Soldiers Home, the numbers provided by the state as of this Thursday are 68 veteran resident deaths, 57 positive, 9 negative, 1 pending, and 1 unknown. Today's update includes two deaths, both tested positive and have do not resuscitate and do not hospitalize orders. 90 veteran residents have tested positive, 60 veteran residents have tested negative, 8 veteran residents have pending tests, and 81 employees have tested positive. Stay in the know with Holyoke Media. We are reporting different announcement services and updates in the local, state, and federal level related to the COVID-19 emergency. The service is available in English and Spanish for our community in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. This is the information we have for today. We will continue updating and following up as soon as more information becomes available. If you have questions or information to share with us as well as your concerns, you can contact us on our different outlets on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and podcast distribution platforms. And also you can watch us on Holyoke Cable Channel 15.
Remember to wash your hands frequently. Keep a safe distance if you need to be out. And now, since this Sunday 26th, also wear a face cover or mask. This has been the information brief for April 23rd of 2020. I'm Johan Rashivega, and you're watching Holyoke Media.